1: Lies, rumors, rumors, and lies. Let's talk off-season basketball of New York City. Our theme music gets me hype. You guys can't even hear it, so it's not even like you're going into the pod and you're hearing the theme music that's playing, only I hear it, that's fucked up, we've, we've got to get another system, Sam, I'm going to let you breathe fire a second, we're going to lose Bam in a second, so lots of big things happened today Bam, Which one, where do you want to start?
2: I want to start 10 years ago when we I met you on Twitter and I told you this was going to happen. I didn't tell you specifically that one day the Nets would have James Harden and Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and they would look like their title favorites and it would all fall apart. But I told you that this is why I'm negative about the Nets. They... It just it it just doesn't ever work, even when it works, and you know this story planted today, which is why we're doing this podcast today, could mm-hmm. turn out to be nothing. It's nothing. But it just goes to show that nothing will ever be smooth with this franchise, not even the smoothies. But I
1: would argue because I think you guys y- your perspective is of a Nets fans perspective and you don't even realize how blessed you guys have been in comparison to some franchises in this city. Not saying that that it's been great. No championships, you know, there's nothing to write home about, but at the same time there's been some really really good teams, some really fun players to root for here. This franchise is not all doom and gloom, and I will s- submit to you the Nets save themselves with the Harden trade. Maybe they're saving. They'll they'll do something that makes them better again. You see, no good could come from this,
2: Ben. None, Mr. Dar- Mr. Dar- Mr. Darboz. The fact that it got to a Harden trade encapsulates everything that always goes wrong with the Nets. Is that it? Should like the fact that he fell off a cliff in the second year with this team. The fact that he left because he was mad at Kyrie Irving, the fact that we get back a 25-year-old All-Star who comes with frog-sized warts, is, is it's I, like it even so. Yeah, they saved themselves because I guess they don't have to pay James Harden, but now they got to wait on but, pins and needles all season to see if Ben Simmons' his feelings are in the right place. The, the Nets, uh-huh. the Nets have never. The Nets can't be saved. They can move to Brooklyn. They can change owners. They can change general managers. It's just this something always is wrong. And Matt,
1: I I'll argue against you and say that the moment this trade was consummated, before this trade was was consummated, made it not not trade the transaction. Excuse me, the addition of Kyrie to the Brooklyn Nets didn't people say this was what was gonna happen? Wasn't that recognized as as the outcome that people were predicting, and it was just us as Nets fans going, nah. Nah, no. It's not uh, gonna end thing up is, like that. The,
2: the, thing with, the thing with Kyrie was we knew he came with risks. There was Cleveland, which I think you'd say was a success. He, <clears throat> he, he left for you know, other reasons, but he delivered for that franchise. Right. Then there was the Boston situation. You said, well, which guy are we getting? Now he he chose us. He, he chose it with Kevin. You know, he's he was from the area. And he said all the right things. And seemed like he was putting his best foot forward. And everything went well with Kyrie, in fairness, up until COVID hit. No, that's and not true. That, that, that- that's true. Look. The, the stuff in, in the fir- during the COVID year when he missed time and he went Listen, to his sister's Listen, none of party. this
1: is happening. If if if, on- if this was only COVID, Matt, be sensible here. If this was only what happened last year, none of this is part of the conversation. None of this. Well, he be- They would have gave him off, the supermax, and it would have been over on, hold
2: with. Hold on, hold on. First off, the start of COVID also includes what happened two seasons ago where he didn't show up to work, right? So that that's that's a part of that. Right. So the, the first year he had the shoulder injury, it happens, whatever. Okay,
1: but it's not just he didn't just have the soldier the shoulder injury, he didn't let them see it at first. They weren't sure. They were coming to press conferences asking people questions no one could really answer. What what Kyrie was doing. Now, that may seem like a small thing, but again, it's one of these unnecessary things that didn't have to happen that that we are privy to that's probably one of 20 different things that's that we don't know. I, like there's t- for the point that I'm always trying to make to you is how bad is it that this level of talent is you're thinking about not giving him all of the money?
2: Well, and I'm curious to hear what Sam thinks about this. But well, th- we know we, we know one thing right now, for sure. Mm. We, we know for sure right now that the Nets are not willing to offer Kyrie Irving a full max extension. Because if he did, this story never comes out today. Correct. What we don't know is are they offering him, him no extension or something in between. That's kind of where we're all left in the dark here. I don't know what you guys think. Is it the latter? Are they offering him nothing, or are they offering something in between nothing, and the full max? Sam, come in on that. Yeah, I mean, look, I think everything that
3: you guys have said so far, I like. I, I actually agree with both, like with both sides. I mean, I think the issue with what's going on here, and someone else said this well, but it just is the way it is. Is like we're at a point where both sides need each other because the Nets aren't going to be able to get the most likely are not going to be able to get the value back that Kyrie brings to the table. And, you know, Kyrie also, everyone keeps talking about this. And I think that a lot of people don't put enough perspective on it is that like Kyrie also wants to be here. Everything related to Kyrie revolves around New Jersey and New York. And I know he has some, a little bit of LA ties, but like at the end of the day, like this dude wants to be here and he, and he spent his entire time when he wasn't playing during COVID, mostly in Jersey he, you know, he's here over the summer. I'm, I know he went to L.A. for a little bit, but, like, he's been participating in a bunch of runs in New Jersey here also. So I think the bigger question at this point is not about, like you guys mentioned, obviously, who's at fault for the last couple of years. And as much as I think, you know, Kyrie has been – has not been a great member of the Brooklyn Nets, I think, unfortunately, it's a, to a certain extent, it's besides the point because what we're trying to do is salvage this – this title window. And because of that, I think a lot, I think a lot of the points are moot and they basically have to come to some type of, you know, agreement one way or another, because I think we can all agree that losing him for nothing, no matter what you think about him, I don't care if you're the most anti at all. Like that is something that cannot happen. That is something that cannot happen. And so, you know, I think to, to, I guess in a long winded way to ban what you originally said I think they are willing to give him some type of extension, and I think a lot of this right now is solely about respect. Because if there's one thing we know, we know that Kyrie is not motivated by money. Like this dude, this dude lost 14 million dollars last year, not playing. This dude just had his Nike deal basically evaporate. Like he's he's clearly someone who is making decisions based off of whatever's going on in his head, right or wrong. And so We're the idea that they're not very this smart. Is- <laughs> so this, I mean, so this idea that he's that he needs a max to me is more about where he feels like he deserves to be in the uh, in the Nets hierarchy, and not as much about you know, like does he deserve a max because that because he's a quote unquote uh, max player? And I think that we can all agree that like Kyrie is, we, we like a lot of us see Kyrie as a lieutenant and not like a commanding general, like he's. Like KD is the one who who's earned his stripes in his time here, and Kyrie's not. And so that I, like, but I don't know. I mean, it's it, it's a mess. Like one way or another. I mean, I think he's going to end up back here because I think both sides need each other. But it's it, it's clearly, I mean, ugly.
1: Matt responded. I don't to think that. so.
3: I think he's gone. So so, but so if you think he's gone, then you think that because. I think I think Marks obviously, and this is something, Dan, that you were ahead on, ahead of the curve on everybody about, was that Marx clearly could have held somebody like Spencer Dinwiddie. Like he he could he basically had him over the barrel because Dinwiddie wanted to go to Washington, but they didn't really have the ability to do it. And Marx basically made nice and did the whole sign and trade bullshit in order to let Spencer get what he wants. I don't think that Marx is gonna do Kyrie any favors in letting him get to where he wants to get if that's L. A. or I mean the Knicks for sure. So, no. so I just don't know like what his I don't really know what his options are because the, the, this idea that Kyrie's vindictive enough to like sign with San Antonio or San Antonio or Detroit to then like try to get traded six months later like I think Christian Winfield said like I think that's lunacy like that's, for all that's you know Kyrie can end up, for all you know Kyrie like God forbid or something could you know like. Tear an ACL and then he's not getting traded anywhere. So right. I, that that to me seems far fetched. But it's like, immature. how do you think this plays out then? Wait, hold. Hold on yeah, a second, guys.
1: Yeah. Hold on a second. Does anybody believe that that's remotely true? The the Christian Whit, Whitfield report
3: uh, about him going to like a, a crappy team.
1: Yeah, like of of him going to like a, a team that could afford him right now, Portland, just so they could trade him no, at the trade really deadline. feels
2: an idiot. That's that. No, come no, on, don't man. That. But I Who but believes I also that? Don't believe that this report. Say it again. I no. I was just saying who who would believe that. Yeah, nobody would believe that. Maybe um, you know, some of the fourteen-year-olds with zits on on Twitter, um. I I think that when these types of things come out, I feel like the damage is already done. And Kyrie's a stubborn... It, 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 Durant knows what's going on. The Nets... You know, some of these people online, like, suggesting that Mark's, like, doesn't understand, like, well, we can't, re- you know, replace Irving. Like, the guy's not a fucking idiot. <laughs> he understands that. So I don't think that they made an offer with a hard line in the sand that this is our offer, or lack thereof, take it or leave it, opt in or leave, that they've had that without having discussions with agents and other teams and having some sort of idea of what they can bring back for him a opt in uh, and then trade and then he signs an extension with someone else.
1: Matt, the first person that knew they were going this direction was Kevin Durant. I, I We've been breaking this down. For a minute, it if Kevin Durant has been telling everybody this summer that I believe in hierarchy, I believe in letting the coach coach the team and ge- and the general manager to pick the team. He he's been I'm paraphrasing, of course, but he's been kind of sending that message out. You've you've heard that, right, Sam Bam? Like you guys have heard that, right? Right. I'm just yep. an employee. Exactly, exactly. So I I think he's known for a long time that this was coming, and he's all right with it. He oh. signed, yeah. He signed. the The concept that really just bothers me of all the nonsense coming out of Net's Twitter right now is the concept that if Kyrie leaves, Kevin Durant is going to be mad and force his way out.
2: Well, not directly, but this is the beginning of the end of Kevin Durant on the Nets. And I was I was I was tweeting this during last season that by this I think I either said 2023-24 or 2024-25, all three guys, Harden, Irving and Durant won't be here. And it's you know, we're slowly picking them off. So what will happen is they'll they'll trade Irving, they'll it'll probably be a team we don't expect, maybe a Denver, uh Dallas or something to that effect. And he'll say, "All right, I'll, I'll stick this out a year with the assets we got back, and Ben, see how it goes. Ben will, um, you know, inevitably fail because that's going to be a failure." See, that's that's Durant, where uh, then Durant <laughs> will say, "I'm out of here." See, uh, I but tried, do you see?
1: Do you see where you have to have, have 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 a strong imagination? The the Nets team last year with before Kyrie came back was a first place team. They were the a better Hunter team. Play? And you didn't have a guy like you didn't have a guy like Ben Simmons on that team. No, you I, had James I'm, Harden. Uh, I, I'm talking about the times that James wasn't there. I'm talking about those stretches where like they didn't have games. James Harden.
2: That was like five games. That's that's the, the COVID. Not a sustainable sample size, but I, I told you guys I only got like ten minutes. I'm gonna hop off. I'm just telling you right now that this Irving is out of here, and then the next step will be sometime in 2023. Maybe even sooner, but my guess is no. sometime in 2023, the end of the Kevin Durant era will be there. So, Sam, please, so. please
1: remember on which sides of this argument that we that we were on.
2: Uh, <laughs> I hate the Nets. I hate the Nets. You Mets
1: love men. the fucking Nets. Get out of here, man.
3: I mean, look, like, <laughs> I mean, look. I think so. So, I I agree with you on the Durant stuff. I think like the sky is falling. Durant stuff is is crazy and. To be honest, I think what you could see is like if like let's say like like let's say Kyrie says that he really wants to go to the Lakers or whoever. Like I just looked at the numbers. Like the Lakers are so over the cap because of this Westbrook thing that mm-hmm. and they have so few assets and I know that you've mentioned this on Twitter a bunch and people just don't really want to listen to pure ma- like people like me and you actually like looking at like the math of this stuff and the numbers like even if the Lakers were able to dump Westbrook they're still gonna have to get some money back to the point that Kyrie would have to take such a massive pay cut, like right. and I, like and, and and for all this talk about you know Kyrie talking this big game of wanting to get like a max and an extension in some place he can call home, yada yada yada. Like he's not gonna get that <laughs> with any of these with with any of these uh, deals. The I mean, other the only other thing I wanted to say about um, on on the Kyrie topic, and I know like we all have a lot of. Uh, different things to say about him is that for all this talk about a guy who, and this is part of the reason why I loved him coming here, even with everything he had. For all the talk about him, like growing up a Nets fan and being from here and wearing jersey on his back, like New Jersey on his back, like if the dude is legitimately gonna leave because because Sean Marks said what he said to him on a, at a press conference and he doesn't love that he's, you know, the, the, the captain of the ship and he's not getting the same respect or whatever, then like, I mean, like, honestly, like, like to a certain extent, all you can do is throw your hands up. Like, I understand that the Nets are also in a tough spot. They need to replace, will need to replace his talent somehow. But like, then the guy isn't who he, who he said he was going to be. If you're going to leave because of some unbelievably benign comments that Mark's made in a press conference when Like a month later, Pat Riley says, "Yeah, Tyler Hero, you have to earn it." And Kyle Lowry, you like, you you were fat. Like it's just the
1: reason why. The reason why that report came out today was because Sean Marks said to Kyrie Irving's people, "Opt in. I'll see how this year goes, and we'll work something out." That's why we're here today. Like, do you understand how many things would have to fall in place for the theory of Kyrie is doing this because Sean Marks said something in a press conference? He's, after the press conference, Kyrie said, I want to be with the Nets. This is the only place. He's been saying it every week. The only people not saying it is Sean Marks and Kevin Durant. Why should we even make anything far fetched i i i don't get it i don't i don't understand what the why why don't we believe the words coming out of Sean mark's mouth
3: i mean look i'm like i'm with you i think that i think that look i'm very conflicted generally on this topic because i'm like a realist who understands that if they lose Kyrie for nothing it's as big of a blow as you can basically have and or even if they lose him for basically like pennies on the dollar it's a it's pretty much like a knife into uh into like the championship window of this team they have to get like something real back but at the same time I'm also someone who and I don't know if this is like how I was raised or whatever I don't like blaming people who have uh, more often than not done the right thing versus someone who hasn't done the right thing. And so, you know, like, you know, people like to disregard when me and you bring up things like, you know, there was the thing with the shoulder injury and then there was the bubble and then there was the leaving during the January 6th stuff and then there was the vaccine. And like, and you can, like, you can make your excuse for all that stuff. But all I know is like at the end of the day, like someone like Sean Marks or Joe Tsai or Kevin Durant, have given way more to the Nets and to, to, to Nets fans and to someone like me or you than Kyrie Irving has, and so it's hard for me to then, you know, be so upset with Sean Marks and Joe Tsai or whoever when they're acting the way they are, because like these guys are, these guys are in a business, and like part of being in a business is, oh, you know, what are you getting back from your from your employees and your assets, and so Sam, and here's it,
1: the algorithm, here's the algorithm that Joe Tsai. And Sean Marks have to do. Kyrie wants X. Why should it be more than what they could get on the open market? If someone would trade you a Max player that is not Russell Westbrook, of course, that's never going to happen. That's not on the table. No one's talking about that. That's complete BS. The Nets would never take Russell Westbrook back. They'd rather take nothing than take yeah. Russell Westbrook back. Uh, that is a fact. That is not worth arguing. Anyway, the algorithm. Can the Nets get on the open market the salary equivalent of Kyrie Irving as a Supermax player? Can they? Can Is there a trade out there where the Nets get equal value for Kyrie's supermax contract, is that on deck? Is that
3: possible? Yeah, no, I, 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 right. I like so. I mean, I, I don't think so. But I, I, but I also think you are right in that, in the, and this alludes to what Bam said, and I agree with both of you, which is that this notion that Sean, like everyone says, Sean Marks is playing with fire or whatever. Mm-hmm. If Sean Marks and and or Josai look out, look out their window, and they're like, huh we're not going to get even close to 75 or 80% value of what what Kyrie is if they wanted to they could offer him a full max right away and be like okay this is all done like right. like like they the, at the end of the day it's much easier for Kyrie to, to not have to uproot his family and move and be a part of a new team and what, and work out all the you know kinks of all that stuff and also leave his best friend who he continues to say is his best friend and he's never going to leave like it's way easier to do to say that and and, it's way easier to do that and and, and just continue to sign, which the Nets could easily do. Like if they look out outside and see like, yeah, you know what? There's actually, we looked, we called, we called Dallas about Brunson or we called, you know um, the Hornets about bridges or we called the Clippers to see if we could get, you know, uh, Paul George or if it's not Paul George, maybe Norman Powell and Terrence Mann and other stuff, whatever it is like, they're allowed to do their due diligence, just like Kyrie is clearly doing his due diligence by floating Ky- out this. Kyrie leaked
1: stuff. it to Shams, right? Yep, it's we, we're we're clear on that. Like it seems like the whole entire NBA Twitter is clear that Ky, Kyrie leaked that to Shams. That
3: well, also, do you think? Well, what you said, what you tweeted, was also completely right. There was that one paragraph which I think anyone who's listening to this should look at. Um, uh, your Twitter the, I, handle, odd uh, mm-hmm. Thorn. The the Twitter handle at one, I mean the the article at one point had a paragraph that literally could have been copied and pasted off the note section of, of Kyrie's stepmom's phone. Right. Like, <laughs> it was it was like ridiculous. Right. It was like right. it was like the Nets will be in a very damaging spot if I'm not here. Whatever. Like. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if I leave, this whole thing comes down. Could. I I don't think there's anything more despicable than a a so-called Nets fan who is blackmailing the Nets with KD leaving if Kyrie leaves. That I feel like is pretty horrible shit. That's nasty stuff right there, my brother. I,
3: I, have you seen that? Yeah, I mean, I think like I just think I just think this whole situation what I think is so funny about the whole thing is like when you boil it all down, why is this all happening? And this is all, ha- everything that's happening right now, all of it, 110% of it is contribute- is is because of Kyrie. This wasn't like some And, sh- like and we
1: predicted some- it.
3: And, and we predicted it, 100% we predicted it. Thing-
1: not because we're geniuses, because this no, was the obvious he- way it was always going to fucking end.
3: But this notion that Sean Marks, which some people think, and we know who it is like in the Nets, like what, writer's world or Twitter world, whatever it is, this notion that Sean Marks and Joe Psy have some vendetta against Kyrie that's been there since Jump Street is so – it's so some insane. of the stupidest
1: takes I've ever heard. It's,
3: it's so dumb and it's so unfounded. And that it's in that if you were to look and you were to put side by side do like a pro con list or whatever uh, of what the Nets have done for mm-hmm. Kyrie versus what Kyrie has done for the Nets, mm-hmm. it's so ridiculous for anyone to think of this situation and be like, "Wow, dude!" Like, like, like I personally, I try to like get into other people's shoes. I don't see how you could look at the situation and be like, you know, like the Nets have really mistreated Kyrie. What? Right. Like, what? Like, right. are we talking about here but but people
1: aren't really dissecting that's where i'm so disappointed with the newsmen of the nets news people the nets beat writers because this there's some simple formulations that you could tell yourself what's happening look they it's not like this happened because of covid when he took his covid stance the moment it happened, they took the contract off the table. Yep. They were going to re-sign him back in August. When he when he did what he did, it threw a monkey wrench in everything.
3: You and, even <laughs> And it's
1: just that simple. That's all I'm saying. Like it's it, it's not like I have to make up something that doesn't make complete and total sense he he literally that they, they had Sean Marx doesn't, doesn't share with the <laughs> with the people at home what's going on it's not until it's happening does he say anything now he's telling you yeah we're we're signing Kyrie we're signing Harden we're signing we just finished up with um KD everything is a go with everyone else it's it's not because of covid that we're here it's because of all the other shit that happened before COVID. Because when the COVID thing happened, that was the last straw. That was the moment. Um. That was the moment that <laughs> that they basically was like, okay, enough. This is enough. Hey, is am I tripping? Did, where, what am I making up? Where is the lie?
3: No, you're you're 100% right, and this is what I would like to say to every fan. And me and you have have tweeted this directly, indirectly, whatever you want to call it, subtweeting, or not even not even being aggressive, not passive aggressive. Um, but I want people to imagine that Andrew, like, think about what the Warriors know now about Wiggins getting vaccinated, and and Correct. and what he's turned his complete reputation and career around. And imagine what had happened had he missed, let's say, two thirds of the season, and mm-hmm. and it caused Otto Porter to play forty minutes a game, and just like what happened with Patty Mills, and it caused you know wear and tear on Steph and Clay and Draymond, mm-hmm. uh, St- Clay especially coming off injuries and stuff, and and how once you know once you have one missing piece, it leads to dysfunction and whatnot. And how and can it, any head fan? And, no, no, no.
1: You, you to properly. Well, to- to, prop- to properly um, calculate that, you got to add some shit that didn't even happen. and right, exactly. And one of them asked to be
3: traded.
0: Pick one. Right, and imagine,
3: and imagine that because, because Wiggins wasn't playing and the Warriors still wanted to win, they traded Wiseman or, and or Kaminga and or Moses Moody and or Jordan Poole. Because, and, and instead of letting those guys develop and, and hang out or whatever, because... Uh, uh, into what they've become and what it looks like they're going to become, which is staples on this team for the next 10 years. And what you like, how can any net fan not look back on this season and think, wow, that like, no matter what your opinion is, even on the vaccination stuff, like even if you, even if you're, even if you're somewhat sympathetic, you can still see the sliding doors. Like they're literally right in front of you. Vegas is pretty smart. We all agree about that. The nets Uh were the favorites to win the title throughout the entire year. Because yep. everyone knew all the sharp the sharp guys in in Nevada all knew that this team could have been was unbeatable with those three guys and even those two guys if you have a, a healthy Ben Simmons and, right. and and instead like fans look at this past season and are like yeah Sha-, like Sean Marks and Joe Sy are in the wrong like I, I just I, I, I don't, I'm dumbfounded
1: it just, <laughs> I'm for verklempt.
3: It's it's just crazy. Like I don't know. I just don't know how people like don't look at the Warrior season, which is something that me and you, me and you, were immediately texting after it right. and being like, "Wow, this is such a huge bummer." Like you look at someone like Wiggins. Wiggins was considered like having one of the worst contracts in basketball. He yep. had this now anti-vax thing at the beginning of the year. Now you have people saying like, "Wow, if he gets another All Star game, this dude's going to be considered for the Hall of Fame or something like that." Like. It's crazy. He like, was...
1: They were People were arguing for him to be the playoff MVP. That's right. how good he was. Like, he... Wiggins bums me out with the Kyrie stuff, but Wiggins gets me excited because Ben Simmons' never, value has never been as low as Wiggins. Like, Wiggins, they just was like, dude, can't play. And he was a throw-in in a trade. They were trying to get off... Um, uh, <laughs> Wiggins, and they basically threw him in for D'Angelo Russell. So, um, it's amazing what that part, you know, gets me excited because Ben could be that guy, and but at the same time, it's disheartening to just see like how big of an effect um, Wiggins had just by him doing the selfless thing. He didn't want to do it. Even in his press conferences, after doing it, he was like, "I'm only doing this for basketball reasons, and that's sacrifice, my boy, you know, um okay, let's steer this thing into a place where we could end this thing' cause it's nothing has really happened, yeah, yeah I'm gonna tell to you I'm gonna tell you what I think is going to happen, and you could then tell me what you think is going to happen let's do it. I already know what I think is going to be different from you because I think he opts in, right? He he only has days before he has to. If there's going to be a trade with the Lakers, it has to be before the 29th when they become hard capped. Have you heard that? Am I am I imagining that, Sam?
3: I believe you're right. I'm not totally sure, but I believe you're right.
1: Okay, not knowing exactly how it works. I didn't do all of the capology takes, but I'm pretty sure <laughs> that if they trade after the 29th, right, it's yep. they're 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 hard capped, so they couldn't do it. Both the Clippers and the um the Clippers and the uh, uh, Lakers. So if they were gonna do something, it would have to start moving really really fast, and the negotiation couldn't be crazy so that's one now I'm going to say that Kyrie is going to opt in and when he opts in oh by the way Trey just walked in the room Trey is uh, Kyrie going to be on the Nets next year hope so okay there we go <laughs> <laughs> from, from from uh, uh Trigger Trey Anyway, I think Kyrie opts in and they keep it moving. What do you think?
3: I think he ends up getting like some I think they basically come to a middle point of like three years, whatever, one, ten or whatever it kinda is. I know uh I know uh Kool Aid mentioned on the last podcast. I that's kinda where I where I see it going. But look there there is something to a, to what Bam said, which is that a lot of times lately, once the smoke kinda comes, like it, there's there's been fire like i mean i was in the camp that didn't really think that the Harden trade would end the second hardened trade would ever happen and it did i didn't even think the first Harden trade was going to happen and it did but like it, and but you know i mean the, the the issue is i just think like i just think that if if push came to shove like if like if kairi um if Kyrie was offered like a huge deal by the Nets because the Nets realize they're not getting anything back, is Kyrie actually vindictive enough to sign like a, like a a minimum con like or whatever, not a minimum contract, but something incredibly small with like the Lakers or Clippers or Knicks? I just I'm, like
1: I, I'm not even sure that I'm confident that Kyrie has the representation that understands those little finer points.
3: Well, that's a great point, by the way, because the agent stuff is a huge thing in this, like. Like as we saw with the Harden stuff, that's actually something that no one talks about. That's yeah. real. That's totally on point. Like she's part- probably
1: a brilliant lawyer, but this is her first go around, you know? Right, one hundred
3: percent. As an agent, like, part, of, part of the reason why the Harden thing got so messy was because he was like basically leaking to reporters with those two. Uh, what were they? They were two like um, Wasserman agents who weren't mm-hmm. even like full basketball agents, and like that's why that's partially why that thing got so gross and that there was so mm-hmm. much miscommunication.
1: And right. they and, didn't have know, any grown-ups uh running the nursery school over there.
3: Look, we'll know that we'll know that uh we'll know that things things have gone crazy when like when Kanye is leaking to Woj or something like that. And that yeah, that's, that's
1: when <laughs> No, Kanye going on TMZ on a full rant on why Kyrie is a genius and they they should give him a Supermax for things that have nothing to do with basketball. Ha you, you're supposed to take that energy and, and and turn it into a championship, even when he doesn't play. I can see it right now. I can see Ky- um, Kanye spinning that whole joint right there, and and 14 year olds are, are agreeing with it. It's crazy. It's about if you think it's crazy now, it's about to get really crazy, Sam.
3: What what I also love, by the way, is I love how and you've been making this like you know free market argument about Kyrie the whole time, which I do think is like the smartest way of looking at free agency. Mm-hmm. Which is like, Kyrie, when he's playing on the court, is like at worst a top like fifteen or sixteen guy. In I the think league. he's top ten. Well, yeah, he maybe may even top I, ten, right? Exactly. I think he's top. And,
1: he's top ten easily
3: and when this he idea, is playing. And this idea, though, that he's like that that he might get traded for like Luke Kennard or something like that. <laughs> if that doesn't show people on the outside what Ky- what everyone else thinks about Kyrie and, and I mean everyone else that isn't part of like the Nets Twitter or like where's Kyrie's shoes or like for some reason whenever he tweets something feels the need to retweet it because they think it's gospel. Like your like your, your value is what is what everyone else thinks of you. And it's clear that that the entire NBA world that I think, as we all know, is smarter than it's ever been. You don't have these like like dumbass idiots running these teams anymore. You have people who are like uh, uh, mathematically and basketball wise sound right. to understand and, and, and understand the value that each player puts onto the court. Unless- I'll give
1: you an example, Sam, the, yeah. not to cut you off, but no, to 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 show what you're saying is so right. The 76ers have already leaked that they're not giving him the max. They're not giving Harden the max. Right. Do you 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 understand what I'm saying? Like, look, that tells you who has the leverage really in that argument. Who the the leaker doesn't have the leverage. Can can you agree with me on that? Like
3: I know, that's no, and that is a great point. It's like it's like look, Harden, like like Harden, like you, you know, you don't see people on Twitter being like Wow, like the Sixers really owe Harden because he did the wink wink deal and like whatever. It's like, no, like that's not how this stuff works. Like right. Harden, Harden, cost himself a hundred million dollars, if not more, because he came to camp fat and hasn't gotten back into shape and and had a miserable and had a miserable playoff perform a playoff where basically he was good every three and a half, four games. Like and right. so for everyone who thinks that like if the like that Kyrie, you know. Isn't actually the like distraction or you know controversial person that he is? Well, the market clearly says otherwise because if Kyrie right. wasn't, because if Kyrie wasn't such a distraction, the Nets would be able to get you know the the world and then some for him. Like, but they. You know what?
1: You know what's the most telling of it all is KD.
3: Yup.
1: I hate the blackmail that people who are pro Kyrie are spreading saying, well, if you don't sign back Kyrie, Kevin Durant's going to ask to leave. First of all, how would it hurt Kevin Durant's legacy to force his way out of the Nets after everything that happened? You think that KD wants to take that PR hit? No. <laughs> no. No, no way. You think if, if if anyone believes, I'm not even asking, I want you to talk, speak on it, excuse me, Sam, I want you to speak on it, but I'm not asking a question. I'm just, I'm making a statement. It is foolish to think that Sean Marks have taken the stance that he's taken and said what he said in previous press conferences without having cleared it with Kevin Durant. If you believe that, you are a Fool. period.
3: Yeah. I mean, look, that's what I mean. uh, Alex Schiffer of the athletic like did the kind of like a live thing today. Mm. And he basically said, like, the idea that Durant doesn't know what's going on with this stuff and that he hasn't at least indirectly or implicitly co-signed this is kind of crazy. And so that's why for everyone thinking that this is like leading to World War three within the nets, I just think is like, is not true. And by the way, like, like two things can be tr- like, two things can be true. It could be true that Kyrie and KD are still really close friends, but at the same right. time, KD's just like, this experiment was just not, this experiment just hasn't worked out for me, which like would yep. by the, which, which, which would prove kind of everything that we've been saying this whole time, which is that like, this isn't the be all end all, but simultaneously like stuff isn't as good as it was two years ago.
1: Right. If, if everything is, you know, going like it's supposed to and normal, if if it's just the stuff that we know, Kyrie has a contract. It's signed. And we're not even talking about any of this. There's so much shit going on with this team that Goran Dragic looked disgusted. You, you remember what they were asking him, is he coming back? And he was like... Uh, nah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Gor- Goran Dragic is like basically saying, playing with Kevin Durant, nah. We learned nothing from the James Harden trade. We've learned nothing as a society, as a net society, because that trade was screaming why we are here right now, Sam. The man came here to get a cheap championship. He was behind the scenes in our locker room, hearing the words coming out of Kyrie Irving's mouth that we would never hear. And he decided, this shit is crazy. I want out. That should have told us everything. But now we were, he's a bitch. That's what we learned. James Harden is a bitch, Sam.
3: I mean, it's like look, it's it, every everybody is gonna. This is why, like the Kyrie thing, is very similar to pol- like to political topics or, or, or like the polarization. It's like everybody who's pro Kyrie at this point is gonna twist their arm into whatever direction, even if it means snapping it and then breaking it and putting it back together and then snapping it again in order to in in, in order to support him and like. There are things that he's done that I agree with, and there's things that he's done that I disagree with. Me and you were speaking on like what we've what we've seen, but the blind loyalty to him, I just think is 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 weird, and I don't get it. And to be the only the only saving grace if he does leave is that we're gonna have way fewer people talking to us on Twitter because I think that the Nets are gonna
2: lose a decent amount. Oh, there's gonna of be a purge.
3: Social media fans, and they'll all oh, yeah. go to, and and then the Lakers or the Clippers or the Knicks, whoever it is. Oh, and by the way, let me just say this one thing quickly mm. uh, before we go. If Kyrie thinks that things will be better in Los Angeles or New York uh, with the Knicks, he is just greatly like if he th- if he thinks the media has been unfair to him here, he's mm. basically been pl- pl- uh, playing for a mid market franchise in terms of like media coverage. Like Absolutely. he is great, greatly mistaken because those those two have r- reporters who. Aren't lo- who aren't even local who travel for every single game yep. and follow him around, and that it's going to be endless.
1: Yep, yep. That we, it's there won't be any beat writers that are stands. It's not going to be that easy going forward. Uh,
3: no, like absolutely, like, and, and yeah, the microscope is going to be in, insane. Maybe with the Clippers, it, w- it would be somewhat okay, but like I, I don't know. I just, I think it's. I, I think the situation is so is so messy, and it but it's, it's it's all so predictable, and at the same time, from Kyrie's perspective, was so avoidable, which is what makes it just so frustrating.
1: He's gonna sign the. He's gonna sign. He's gonna opt in. And when he opts in, the Nets are gonna say, "Prove it. Prove it." And and that's it. And we'll we'll go on through our, through our season. And the only people that'll be mad. It's Kyrie stands. He'll play. And we we'll, nobody wants to be the one get who gets caught holding the bag for the player that told you directly that looked into a to looked into cameras that was their cameras and said that basketball is not the most important thing. The person who has to give that player two hundred and sixty what well, I guess it's two hundred million is the most that he, that he could get, right? Some, something like that. One one ninety. You know, the person who has to give that up and that, excuse me, it's it's not COVID. The person (laughs) you still have to give that check. But the person who has to pay that is the loser. Not as big of a loser as the Harden, the person who has to pay Harden. And I don't believe that report at all. That's not all they're going to have to pay Harden. Harlan is going to get his money. But the person who has to pay him is the loser. They, they're the biggest. They're the biggest loser. Anything else before we put a bow on this one?
3: No, I mean I'm. Uh, look, I mean what I'm annoyed about is that if Kyrie cares about the Nets, the Nets, uh, the he should work with the Nets to get this done because it would be helpful to know like what the what their needs are going to be with or without him one way one, oh. one one way or another because we got the draft coming up.
1: For shits and giggles, what does the Clippers trade look like?
3: Uh, I mean, if, if if I mean assuming that Paul George isn't involved, I think it's probably you know like the two of the three of Reggie Jackson, Norman Powell, uh, Luke Kennard, and ho- hopefully they Same get a young, yeah, hopefully they get one of the young guys like Man or or B J Boston or something.
1: You would have to get both of them. You have to get both. That's of them. That's hope. not enough.
3: That's what you hope.
1: Anyway, this is my friend. Oh, you're not at Samuel O'Chao no more. (laughs) Give him your handle. Give him the new handle.
3: You know what? I don't even know what it is. Just look up Bob Sacamano and you'll find somebody.
1: And you know who the hell we are.
3: I got a New Yorker picture of uh, my my Twitter avatar or whatever is my favorite New Yorker cover, which is uh, KD and Kyrie and Harden looking like they're about to stampede on R.J. Barrett. (laughs)
1: We are part thought.
0: Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox.